Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out. Yes, you can change your life. Now as a best-selling author in mental and spiritual healing, I am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave. Welcome to the Moon Magic Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. I am Katie Romagnolo, your host, and Today, my goodness, I am so excited. I can barely sit here in my seat. I have Sharon Wood with me, who I absolutely adore on so many levels. She is a quantum coach and oracle. And guys, there is some serious wisdom today that is about to be told. So welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Katie. I am so like excited to be here and share this. I think, um, all of the topics that I'm going to be discussing today are just going to be so interesting to your viewers and or listeners. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny you say viewers, because I find that I often refer to the listeners as viewers and just going back to the conversation we were just having off of, I want to say off camera, but really off mic is with this whole opening up of like vision and the ultimate ways that we actually envision. So I think that's really synchronistic without the listeners realizing what we were talking about, that this is going to be a magical episode because there's already synchronicity happening in how we want to talk. So first I want everyone to try and get like a little bit of idea of how special you honestly are. I was just saying how you were like the coolest person and you do like the (laughs) longest list of cool things. I am just in awe of who you are. And like, we know each other through the coaching community. Right. And I remember the first time that I met you, we were doing some, you know, work in terms of leveling up our skills and learning into like the quantum theory. And I just like, I saw you on screen the very first time. And I was like, oh, I just like, I, I love you. Like your energy is so amazing. Your space around you, like I'm big into spatial energy and land clearings. And so like people tend to pull me in in regards to also sacred space around them. And you just like have this aura of sacred space around you and where you are. So whether you realize that or not, like that totally (laughs) comes through. So just to, just to mention and give you that plug, but tell me, okay. So tell us a little bit more about what does it mean to be a quantum coach and Oracle? What do you do? Who do you work with? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, uh, that's a kind of a new title for me that I'm getting into. And, um, there's this idea of like intuitive coaching and what I really used to identify as. And I think as I'm, you know, developing in my career, I'm thinking about less about, well, who I am and how I show up and like, what do I do for my clients? Mm 
So I coach in the quantum field and people are getting, you know, faster results with that. And so really, as I'm, you know, stepping into that role, it's like, I'm a quantum coach and I'm an Oracle. So instead of being like a tarot card reader anymore, like I can just channel information. I don't really need cards. Like they're a really beneficial tool and they help, you know, because there's pictures and stuff. (laughs) Yes. Um, The visual. (laughs) Yeah, they're visual and I'm, and I'm a visual person. And so, um, and so like, as I step into, uh, what I would say a new level in my own career, I'm like, yeah, I'm a quantum coach and, you know, I use metaphysics to help accomplished women get better results in their life. So that's really who, who I like working with. And, um, I like fast results. Like my coaching is like, results based versus experience. And so, I like fast. I like speed. I'm, I'm a Gemini and I'm governed by you know, Mercury. So it's like, let's, let's go, let's go. And that's really what I love about the quantum techniques that, you know, we've both been trained in is that it's fast, get yeah. the lesson, get out. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like, I don't, I don't, I have patience for a lot of things in life, but then I don't have patience for the things that I know that I need, right? Like give me the solutions to them so I can work through them. And so how would you explain the quantum field? So it's interesting. Most people have some idea of quantum and, um, I do this, uh, course that's like, I teach people how, well, how I believe that we patch into this third density. And so the quantum field is, I really feel like the matrix that our soul comes into, and there's a lot of evidence to suggest that this is a simulation. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Philip K. Dick's work, but basically it's like this, it's like, there's, you know, we're a sim we're in a simulation. And the only clue is that when a variable happens, there's an adjustment made. So like Mandela effects, right. (laughs) Um, and then I've always had dream spaces where it was, um, it was a simulation and, and I would wake up into that. Oh, this is a, you know, like when I was thinking about earlier today, I was, you know, on a farm and, my grandmother was on a rocking chair and I was sitting at her, her feet. And she's like, this place isn't real. Okay. She's like, go, go dig a hole in the backyard and tell me how far down you get. And (laughs) so I go in the backyard and instead of digging a hole, I just start ripping down the fence and I see that it's just a grid. And then these these officials are coming to take her. And then a lot of my dream space was like that growing up. So I always felt a little bit crazy and wasn't really sure if I was, you know, if this place was real or not. And so what I have figured out right now is that, um, I believe I'm in, you know, a simulation and, (laughs) and I get to code it. And that's really what using the quantum field does is I get to help people code their reality. And that's why I can, I can hop people back on their timelines and we can clear up all the density and get the lessons. Cause that's why our souls are here. And then what's really interesting is, um, I just went to this Oracle retreat in Sedona in October, and it was so similar. And what we were doing is we were going into the future and we were viewing. So we were getting the lesson. And then um, what an Oracle would do is we bring back the future information and then um, communicate that to people. And so I thought it was just, it was just perfect. You know, like all of the, um, all of everything lined up so perfectly. Right. So I had, I had planned this Oracle retreat earlier in the year. And, um, 
<laughs> and so as I was going, it was, uh, the coaching, the quantum coaching, um, group that we're in was having the live events. And so it was like all in the same week. And I didn't know that the, I wasn't prepared for the live events, but it was just so like every, just everything just lined up so perfectly that I did that. And then, um, you know, we had the live events where we went through, went through all of the quantum linguistics <laughs> and I got to see how they, they blend together so perfectly. Oh, I love that. And like, it's so, so fascinating really when you start diving into the connections that you can see. And like, I love that you said there's a lot of, um, like evidence or proof to support, right. There's actual mm -hmm. information in the sense of how we're experiencing things. And I really relate to like the dream state when I was young and having this whole experience of like, I'm here, but I'm not, and I'm interacting, but I'm not, and I'm viewing myself, but I'm not, and having confusion and it's almost like in your dream state, it's not confused, but when you wake up and try and consciously explain to somebody, it's very foggy, right? It's hard to articulate. And it's just a knowing that ends up coming out of dream state. So I, you know, Hey, crazy train as a child, <laughs> like I, I was on there with you and I feel like I've navigated a lot of what that was growing up, but oh my goodness, right? Like the things that we try and figure out when you don't have guidance. And I think that's where the work that we do today and how fascinating metaphysics really is and how much science and proof and like tangible things that you can actually make sense of come into play when you have that mentor or guidance from somebody mm -hmm. that, you know, is a couple of steps ahead of your timeline. That's pulling back that information <laughs> for you, right? That's been my experience with mentors. Yeah. And, and not just with mentors, but like when you have the eyes to see and are open to it, it's like, oh, wow. Like at the highest level, like MIT scientists are like, oh yeah, this is a simulation. You know, um, all of the information that Elon Musk is, you know, it's like, oh, it makes it seem like it's his. Cause he's, you know, the one sharing it, but like, there's just so much evidence to suggest that on like at, at the highest level. And so bringing that into my own life and my client's life, I I've got this technique that I was shown how to, you know, go up. And when I say, you know, I help accomplished women reconnect to their own soul's essence. So I teach that and then when you, you know, you go up and you talk to your highest version, your highest self, and then you can bring that. And I also, I also pray to being creators. Well, I pray for knowledge of creators will and the power to carry it out. And so, um, I bring that information down behind my eyes. I lock it in and then I ground that information into Gaia. And then I bring it back up behind my eyes and I open my eyes and it's, it's really interesting how you can use your body. And like we were speaking about earlier vision to really mm. code this reality. And so it was just, um, <laughs> it was just so, so great that I, that I found our coaching group because, you know, um, I, I do, uh, you know, like lots of prayers for assistance and I prayed for universal aid and seeking my highest path. And that's what I found. And so it's, it's been, um, just so amazing to have transformation and get results in my own life. And then as soon as I open to receiving and I have the eyes to see it, I'm just given all of this information and all of, you know, what we call in the spiritual community downloads. So yeah. <laughs> I get my oh. own downloads and then that's just, uh, like, you know, more than I could have ever have dreamed, you know, back when I thought I was crazy. 
Right. And it's <laughs> connecting all of those dots. Right. And so what I absolutely love about our conversation today is there's no coincidence that the way things lined up for us to talk ended up being on this amazing, beautiful full moon energy, which is coming in with a lunar eclipse as well. And there is so much around major transformation that comes in with this energy. So we've got these deep cycles that have been sometimes circulating for far beyond this lifetime, far beyond this grid, far beyond where we can even conceive consciously. And we have this resolution, this evolution, and this rebirth essentially coming in on the energy of today. So this is a day for, if you're listening the first time, and this is like your first episode, it's about immersing yourself in the wisdom and picking up whatever resonates with you to then be curious and you know, look at what do I want to learn more about what it is that we're saying, or maybe you're totally in tune to all of this. And it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I've been on my timeline. I know where I'm going. I'm pulling back from here. I've experienced this before. And, you know, where is it that you can deeper that knowledge in this lunar energy? Because I know for me, I've been saying in the background here to close friends that um, like old Katie is dying. Like she's dead. She's gone. Sorry. Like gone. It's, and it's a very finite thing. And I've never felt that resonance before in a cycle that it's like done. And that's been coming in for a while. Like, have you been feeling anything like that in terms of cycles happening? You're laughing. I can see you. So tell me. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, that's just so beautiful because, you know, uh, I feel like I'm a new person every six weeks and I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, well, can we just stay with one specific thing for just like a while? And as, uh, as we move into fall and then winter, I I'm really getting the feeling that I'm finally getting to just, you know, stay and, and not have all of these, you know, transformative experiences. Yeah. Um, and you know, like what, what I've been using for a very long time now is, you know, the soul contracts and I do that on the new moon and the full moon. And so it's just so beautiful because, um, you know, on the full moon, I get a, I get a clear and I get a clear out everything. And so it would make sense that you're experiencing this death. Right. So this clearing and especially since it's an eclipse, you know, so, um, so yeah, I've been, I've been definitely feeling that I had, um, I had a moth land on me. Like, I want to say that would have been around, um, August I was just doing dishes and, um, to give your listeners an idea of, I live out in a place called fairyland is what I call it. And it's this beautiful little garden home that, um, you know, this, this elderly woman built to just come garden in and then they turned it into a rental. And so I've gotten to come out here and really experience, um, balancing a, a timeline where I was betraying myself and, um, was disempowered and was second guessing myself. And so for the last year, like I've, I've been here a year, like as of four days ago, I've, you know, it's been a year. So it's like <laughs> another marker. Um, and so, so anyways, I'm, I'm out here and, and everything's so beautiful and wide and I'm a water fairy and this, this, uh, oh, and I live in Portland, Oregon too. That's the other thing. It's very, very moist <laughs> with the raining <laughs> rivers and stuff. And so, so anyways, I was doing dishes and at night I have a blue light on. I don't really like to have lights because I feel like it offsets my, my natural rhythms. I have a blue light on and this moth lands on me. And, and, um, that just really represents change. You know, I reached out to somebody and was like, Hey, this happened. And, you know, they, they kind of filled me in on everything. And it's just, um, <clears throat> to me, it's like a benchmark, right? So as I come to the, 
uh, end of my stay here. Cause I'm about to have, you know, some very big changes in my life. It's like, it's like an ending and, an, and a new beginning. So I'm just, I'm really excited to, to start this new chapter of my life, you know? Yeah. Oh, and you are so highly supported in this. And we've got like November 11th passing through this portal. That's allowing for us to exchange energy and, and honestly amplify. Cause I know a lot of people who have felt, um, you know, healers, light workers, people of spiritual resonance have really been drained over the last little while and need this refreshing of energy. There's been so much of a, a cosmic battle going on at the same time over this growth and transformation. Right. And I mean, as an Oracle, please tell me more, like give us some wisdom on, on that. Cause I'm fascinated by that work and you are brilliant high level wisdom about what's going on. Um, and this is kind of something I haven't shared because, um, in days of old, we were, uh, we were kept safe, right? So I don't have a castle wall around me or anything and a bunch of people protecting me as an Oracle in this incarnation. But what I can say is the highest level of knowledge and wisdom. And, and I have, um, because I show up in service, I get galactic clearance. So I was able to see some things at this, um, at this Oracle retreat in Sedona, which is a very ma- magical, magical place that you can teleport into different realms very easily. And for me, my dream space is typically, I will have a dream and then maybe six weeks later, the thing will happen, or I will find myself in that dream in this life. Well, in Sedona, it's a one day turnover. <laughs> it's wow. very, just very fast. And it's maybe not the exact, but the details are there, right. That I could say, oh, I had this in a dream. Um, but anyway, so at the Oracle retreat, um, I got to stay in this place and at night it turned into a temple and I would walk around and be like somewhere else. And I was getting all these downloads and the work that I did there to get my initiation. Um, well, first I learned the history of, of my incarnations as oracles. And the thing that I was saying about bringing something, the vision of whatever it is you want behind your eyes. I was telling this to the woman, um, her name's Amanda Romania. I was telling her that in, in, at a conference in April. And she's like, oh yeah, I taught you that in many lives. <laughs> so that's how we connected, you know? Oh, wow. um, and so I go to her Oracle retreat and it's just me staying in this, um, in this part of her house. It's like an Airbnb, but it's like a temple. I mean, the, the, the ceilings are so high and everything just seems, you know, ancient, uh, in a really beautiful way. And then she's got mm-hmm. a stargate. And so anyways, the, the wisdom that I was able to pull down is, um, we're on one timeline. Uh, and we're actually on the best timeline right now. It may not mm-hmm. seem like it because all of these things are happening, but adjustments were made where <laughs> in the past they tried to uh, change some things like uh, JFK getting assassinated. Well, every everything that was ran off of that like ended up in like nuclear fallout. So it's like, okay, that was one of the key things that they kept. And in this timeline, there was a crossover in... Um, I want to say it's 2014. And so where, if you can imagine like two timelines crossing and how I imagine a timeline is there's 7 billion people on this planet and we all have our own personal one and that's being woven together to create reality. Mm -hmm. And how I define reality is that which when you stop believing in it is still there. Right. So based in like and energetic. So we have all of all of these people and all of their consciousness and, and energetic bodies and everything being woven together. Right. So we have that timeline and it's crossing another timeline. 
So we're able to, when those crosses happen, we're able to pull information off of them. And so mm. the information, and this was happening when I was in Sedona and I had, a, I had a few people tell me that like, they're like, this is why what you saw was so dark. We're crossing this timeline and we're pulling the information so we can make adjustments in this one. Um, and so when I traveled into the future, I traveled into my, I want to say 2079. And, um, you know, what I saw made me like sick and I was just crying and it was just very, you know, very dim and dark and brutal, but I was able to talk to someone there and ask them what happened. And they said like in 2019 or not 2019 in 2029, there's a critical mass because of all of these, um, all of these global events happening. And something happens and and so you know if people are able to like step up in their own lives regain um sovereignty so taking personal responsibility for every one of your actions um over your entire life and all of your incarnations if people are able mm. to do that and just take personal responsibility um yeah averted. And so, so really that's what I saw. And so in the work that I was, you know, my, my instructions were basically to help people share their story and, and, um, and regain their own power in their own life. And so, um, and so then I was able to go to, that was like, that was like the rough part Then I, I was just, I was just like crying, you know, and, and, um, and then that night my, my guides, um, kind of spoke to me and they were like, are you, are you familiar with Lumeria at all? Yeah. Okay. So they were telling me that like, I was a Oracle in Lumeria and it was a very easy incarnation for me. No, but nobody ever taught me how to be brave. So I, in that incarnation saw the fall of Lumeria, but I was just too scared to tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I didn't say anything. And so they're like, well now, and this, this is your last, this is your last incarnation. You you don't have to come back if you don't want to, like you get to graduate and go galactic if you want, um, but you have to balance that timeline. So you have to talk about these things that are just so, um, so scary and, you know, not that I live in fear, but you know, when I see things that are scary, I, and, and then too, like having that be so, um, so soon, like, mm-hmm. like yeah. not, that, not that far out. Yeah. So there's something really fascinating that you're saying here that I want to kind of, um, I guess unpack for those who are like, maybe totally in tune with what you're saying, but maybe thinking, I'm not sure what to think of all this. Cause I have no idea what you're talking about. And I, I I'm not quite sure. And all of that. Cause we get a mix of like beautiful listeners. And I love that the show attracts that people, you know, on their beginning stage of spirituality and then well into, and what I love about what you said is how, for me, I've always said this line of like, you attract into your life, the things you need to heal. But then when we expand that wheel out, it is from at what timeline or what lifetime is it coming in to heal? Is it coming into balance from, right? So you experiencing and, and kind of we karma, right? Like karma is a very well-known term and whether or not people fully understand what they're saying when they say karma is one thing or another, but it's like an element of that in a certain sense where you're having an ability to live out what is needed for ascension, but also what's needed while you're here now right? Like the importance of your mission is being fulfilled. It's not about one lifetime. They all cross into the next, right? Like we keep living and moving forward. And 
we have a choice consciously to feel, we feel a calling, right? Like sometimes there's that nudge to know I need to do this. I don't need to do that. But then making the choice to say, okay, now is the time to do it is really like your soul's evolution of when it is actually time to do it. I'm paying attention to that really, you know, we talk about in coaching, like the jackhammer effect is fully when like rock bottom happens and life is swept out from underneath you. It's just about not listening to what your soul intended to actually fulfill in this lifetime, right. And where that comes from, where that knowledge is actually coming from. So how do you do this with your clients? Like, how do you move them into this space of, of knowledge and, and how does this play out for them? So I, I pull out like the highest information possible, but if I wasn't able to actually apply that to life, then I would say it was pretty useless. And that's kind of like a fundamental beef that I have with a lot of, um, a lot of spiritualism, right? Cause Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, if you have all these gifts, but you're not really showing up in service, like what's the point? You know, so, um, I love, and what I do is that there's not a lot of ego there because I have programs that are like, you know, set up that it's not really about me and my gifts. Like I don't really pull being an Oracle into, uh, sessions, you know, one-on-one sessions with people. It's about the other person. And I'm just really like a guiding force in that. But I know that if I'm able to help people regain power in their own life, then I'm doing the Oracle work. Right. Yeah. And if I'm able to give them the information from their guides and I don't, I don't always say it like that, you know, because a lot of the, um, women I work with have very, uh, religious backgrounds. Um, cause that's just, you know, my, my story. <laughs> um, yeah. so it's like, if I can just speak to God and, and what God's will is and, and things like that, it's, um, more digestible. Right. And mm. I just show up in service and it's not really about me. And that's like my, my favorite part about what I do is that, you know, if I, if I was like, oh, I'm an Oracle and then I do coaching, it's like, well, then it becomes about me. And here's the other thing too. It's like an Oracle's job is to just relay information. That's Mm. so there's like, you know, and there's different levels to, um, different levels to it. So we have like Oracle sorceress. (laughs) <laughs> which, right. And so they all have like a different role or high priestesses in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so an Oracle's job is just to pull out this information and, and relay it in a way that people can make sense of it. You know, like I wouldn't really want to tell too many people that I saw this really terrible, horrible timeline. Um, but that's not really in our future. Cause it was just, uh, as the information was kind of, you know, I, I put it out there and then what I received back is like, it was just a parallel timeline I was crossing. Yeah. So like to me in the moment, it felt like, oh, well, that's coming up. But then it, my guides are like, no, 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 no. Like you pulled information off the timeline that we're like not on, <laughs> but right. it's always a possibility. And, and, um, with that, there's like nine different possibilities. Then there's three that are, you know, at the top, um, two that are likely. And then one that's most likely Mm -hmm. I asked, I was like, okay, well, um, what's the best one, you know, cause I saw that one. What's the best one. Mm -hmm. That that was the best one. (laughs) I was like, that's, you know, okay. Like, you know, it just is, it was really hard to digest. And so for that reason, like, I don't really pull that into my client's life, but I know that if I can help, um, women regain their power, 
that we can avert those things, that we can avert that. And the next time I check back in on it, it'll be different uh, because that's the nature of reality, right? Is that it's always changing. Um, And so for me, if I can just show up and, and help, you know, and it's funny because like whatever personal thing I go through, you know, and this is probably true for you as well. You attract the person that needs that same lesson. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. And so for this entire year, I've worked on um, second guessing myself, uh, being disempowered or, you know, and then my, my, my main thing off of that is that you don't, um, people can't take your power. You can only give it away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That one was a very hard one lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the, the most powerful lessons come with the most powerful emotions. Sometimes I know for me, like I have definitely learned things the hard way. And even (laughs) when I've seen them for what they are, it's like, okay, here, you didn't believe me the first time. Let's give it to you harder so that you really actually get that. Like, this is not about what you think you're doing for somebody else. You're receiving something in this moment. That is so important to, to your journey as well. And so when we think about full moon, right, I want to go back to this energy that we're sitting in right now of like huge, deep transformation. And sometimes that can feel like an intimidating thing for people where it's like, I don't know that I want to go through hugely deep transformation because what's on the other side of that can be just as scary as whatever garbage we might be living in, in the moment, right? Cause it's unknown. And so what is your best advice, if anything, for someone that wants to like, take the first step in knowing, okay, my life needs to change. Something is going on. I hear what you're saying. I think I might be giving away my power in certain instances. I see where I've had those relationships that have, you know, just felt like garbage to me, but I don't know what to do first and how to deeply transform. Because one of the things I really believe in is the power of saying yes. So if you're listening and we're sitting in this, you know, sacred container of deep transformation for your highest possible timeline, your best life you could live, then what is it you can say yes to? So what would you encourage somebody to say yes to if they are looking for like, what do I do? Where do I start? Where do I go? I think that's beautiful. As soon as you, like, as soon as you become willing to change, like the willingness. And so I think you're familiar with this one. It's like, you're already uncomfortable in your problem anyway. So would it be okay to be uncomfortable for a little bit longer in a slightly different way so that you can get the results you want? Yes. Yeah. So it's like, if you're already, you know, uncomfortable or just you're, if you know that you're like, if your internal guidance system is saying, step up to the plate, step up to the plate, step up to the plate, what's the risk, right there there. I mean, to me, there isn't a huge one. Um, anytime I've ever had spirit say, go do this. And it was a mission that I had to do. And I said, no, they made sure that I did it you know, like, <laughs> and, mm, yeah. Uh, and so for me, like what, what I know is that it always feels better to say yes to those things, right? Because then I get to test my own grit and I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart. So I really mm-hmm. love like, you know, knowing what I'm made of. And, and so for your listeners, like, do you know what you're made of? Well, how do you know? And would it, would it be okay to just be open to things in your life changing. And I think just that willingness is enough. And then spiritual, like, you know, if you just, if you show up and have faith and you put in that 30%, 
spirit will get the other 70 for you. Like yeah. <laughs> that's just kind of what I've, I've realized over, over the last couple of years of my life and in, in transformation. And, and, um, I know that when I, when I just, in, if I stay in surrender and I show up in service, whatever comes to me is going to be way better than whatever I was working on or had, you know, tried to, <laughs> tried to coordinate. <laughs> um, so yeah. you know, as, it, as it comes to transformation, it's like, you're ready to grow. If you can feel yeah. that you're ready to grow, just put yourself out there. And, and, um, and for me, what I say, cause I like high powered, I like right now, high powered, high as we can go. Um, let's do the most right. I'm from Texas. That's like what I'm noticing a lot is that like, do it big energy is showing up in my life again. Mm-hmm. Well, how do I do the most? <laughs> and so for me, I say, I'm willing to go through whatever I need to go through in order to, you know, and whatever the thing is that I'm wanting. Mm. So if I want to have, you know, a relationship with someone, I say that like, if I, (laughs) or if I want to have like, you know, whatever it is in my life, I just say, I'm willing to go through whatever I need to go through because it's not like spirits just going to hand me a cupcake. go, but they'll teach me how to bake one. And isn't that better to like, to have some autonomy in your own life. Yeah. Oh, totally. I, I absolutely love that. And one of the mantras that I had, uh, you know, kind of initially intended for myself at this particular full moon was around like, my life is a magnet for extraordinary things for just being extraordinary. And I'm already immediately, as I say it, even in the, like the days ahead, there's like some pretty incredible things that happen the moment you actually just start saying that out loud, right? Like there is so much power and coding. I often talk about words or codes, right? We're differentiating information night and day here. And it's important how you're putting your words out there that it's so incredibly powerful. What does come back? try it. Like if you're listening and you haven't tried any of the mantras or affirmations or any of that stuff, I know you've heard before, let this be the episode that you actually try saying, right? Like, what is it that I need to go through? I'm willing to, because on the other side is that amazing relationship I want, right? Is that abundance that I've been trying to call in, but have not been willing to go through what I need to do in order to get it. It'll show up. The resource will show up, right? They do. Yeah. It's, it's been amazing. Like the journey that I've been on just this last year and, and, um, and I'll just share this little thing. Like currently what I'm going through is when I went to Sedona, I stayed at a friend's home and she's like, yeah, just stay in my guest room as long as you want. Actually, do you want to stay for like a long time? And I was like, no, I don't like the <laughs> dust out my skin. I want to go back to fairyland and you know, because I have a very beautiful life. And like you were saying earlier, like I have a list of all these cool things that I do, you know, and I, yeah. I I'm just so well connected in my community and supported. And I have so many meaningful relationships. So thinking about leaving, uh, I've been fighting going to Sedona for two years now. Right. <laughs> and so when I was down there in April, um, and you know, Victoria Curio, uh, yeah. she said, well, as soon as I moved to Portugal, Sharon, you're going to move here. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> And I have no, no desire to be in the desert. And so, you know, on my trip, I had a, had a girl's night and, uh, me and a, and, and a bunch of women went out to dinner and, and, uh, one of my friends had an Oracle deck, a Lumerian Oracle deck, and she pulled a card for me and it said home. And I was like, okay, 
I'm hearing the call. And actually everybody that I interacted with there the first time I went, like even the lady at the coffee shop was like, she, she was like, do you live here? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm from Portland. She's like, oh, well, you look like you'd fit in. I mean, every, like all these messages of spirit, just speaking through other people to tell me that I should move to the desert. And I'm like, spirit, yeah. I do it. I'm, it's a hard no. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Like this place is another dimensional field and I have <laughs> I'm staying in my body. And, um, and so when I, I went, it was, it was just amazing because she's like, well, you know, Sharon, if the desert's calling you and you go home, um, your life's about to get really hard. And I was like, yeah. oh, cancel, clear that to better. And before, why did you just say that? <laughs> you know? Wow. Um, right. Yeah. It's because I, I believe that words are spells and we're constantly yeah, coding our reality. So when she said yeah. that, I just instantly rejected it. Cancel clear. Um, mm-hmm. And I got here and my life got really uncomfortable, like a wow. lot. Of, you know, I have so many moving parts to my life and they all just kind of like, not that I hit a rock bottom or anything, but mm. what I could foresee in the next coming weeks was like, oh, that's not going to work out. And this thing for whatever reason, isn't going to work out. And as soon as I put in my 30 days notice, all of these other opportunities came up and this is just like last week I did this. I was like, I finally was like, Oh, spirits, like what's missing in this moment that you typically have in every other moment. And I'm like, Oh, surrender. Wow. You need to surrender to exactly what is. And as soon as I did, it was just all of these other opportunities came up. And so, you know, answering the call, if you're being called, mm-hmm. you sign up for a mission. You said, I'm going to do these things when I get down there and we want to get those lessons. So, you know, if you're, if you're being called to do something (laughs) and you say no, like whenever I say no, things fall apart and I kind of am forced. And so just coming into a state of surrender and, and knowing that the universe is supporting you test that if you have a hard time with trusting yourself and other people. This is something that I did because I I noticed this is like a few years ago. I had a really hard time trusting people that they would be able to do whatever it was. So whenever I had somebody cut my hair, I would think, oh, she's going to do this beautifully. It's going to be great. I trust them. I trust them. I trust them. It was a very conscious thing. Whenever I went to the grocery store, I didn't trust, I had anxiety. I didn't trust people to bag my groceries. So I'm like, no, Sharon, like you're going to trust that. And so there's little ways that you can kind of flex your muscles on trusting that are safe, right? Like that there's not a huge risk in bagging groceries. There's a huge risk in moving, but because I built that muscle up and every time the universe meets me with something better than I could have imagined myself, then I have faith. So I have hope that, you know, I'm not going to experience anxiety for the rest of my life. I work on it then I start to work on trust, right? So hope to trust to faith, right? You work on on trust and then you can allow yourself to be in faith and receive. And that was my main, my main lesson at this on this last trip was just being in a state of receiving. Yeah. Oh, this is so beautiful. And you have no idea because sometimes I talk about how the message is for me. Like, you know, we talk about, we we (laughs) attract the clients that have the thing that we need to work on. And, you know, sometimes when I post like spoiler to all of you who follow me on social media, I sometimes post about things that are really relevant to me because that's how I walk my journey, right? That's how I know what's next and sharing what I'm going through. And like, let me tell you, girl, you just spoke (laughs) to me in something that is like really prevalent and going on in my life right now. So I thank you for bringing that message forward to me. Cause it's, 
also like most definitely something that someone else needed to hear today and how to build trust and knowing that a lot of the times, especially in this full moon energy, if you're being called to say, I need to leave that thing or stop doing that thing or give my notice to that or move or like the thing that, you know, deep down in you needs to happen, but you feel like you can't, this is your sign. Yeah. Yeah. Trust yourself. And just coming into a state of receiving is like the biggest lesson that I've gotten out of this entire year is that that's a very feminine quality, you know, to just receive and say like, Oh yeah, I I'm being called to stop this thing. I'm going to clear it. And then too, just how I see the world is we have a team of guides around us at all times. They're just waiting for us to ask for help. I believe in aliens and angels and, um, and I know I have a team and stream of other dimensional aspects and I'm just a little avatar down here. So when I need something, I'll ask for it. And, yeah. and what I've had success, success with is asking for it four times. Requesting assistance, requesting assistance, requesting assistance, requesting assistance. So there's no mistake. I need assistance with this thing. And the more I do that and just show up in service and stay out of my own way, the more I receive. And so, yeah, Yeah. I'm happy to share that, uh, the thing about, you know, trusting and and building that faith muscle, because it's like, it's going to be what carries you forward. Yeah. Super valuable. I have a a statement here on my desk that is like under glass. And it's like these big words that I wrote out long time ago. And it says, your mission is predestined when inspiration strikes act. And it's easy for me to receive. And I see that all day long, every day, those three lines, it's in front of me right now. It's always (laughs) there. My husband thought I was crazy when it showed up on my desk, but it's like, this is what I need to see every day. And it, you know, it resides within me. I know, like, I know like this, this mission is predestined, but I'm also living it in a human experience. Right. So the things come in that get in the way. And as we share our journeys together, they help so much for someone else that is going through the same thing. So I thank you so much for being here. Is there anything else that would be important for our listeners to hear today with this full moon phase with, you know, what your wisdom has to bring forward, anything that is important for them today. Just trust your internal wisdom. We all have that. Our connection to source is absolute. Your connection to source is absolute. Trust yourself and your heart and, and all will be revealed to you in due time. If you're, if you're new to Ascension and, and these kind of themes sound a little bit cuckoo, but you can feel in your body that it's in tune and it's the truth for you yeah. <laughs> as much as yeah. it is for me. Yeah. Just, just trust that and, and have eyes to see. Oh, beautiful. There are so many resource materials that you can provide. So where can people find you? Cause there's like, we could talk for hours and I love all of the books and the knowledge and the things that you have in the background, let alone your work as a practitioner, like, so where can people find you? So people can find me on Instagram at cosmic twin coach. I'm also on Facebook, just Sharon Wood and Sharon Wood coaching over there. Um, I'm working on a website right now. So by the end of the year, I should have that up, but you know, that's just one of those things that I know that 
isn't, you know, as important as, as actually delivering right now. So, so yeah, Yeah. on Instagram and, um, if anybody wants to reach out to me, like I love sharing information and at the end of December, I'm going to be doing the cube protocol meditation, which is, uh, teach people, uh, energetic boundaries and how to build those around yourself. And, um, and, and part of that is bringing the visions that you have from your higher self behind your eyes, then grounding it and then bringing it back up and then, you know, just coding it into this 3d matrix. So, um, so yeah, that's going to be my, my next thing. And it, it's, you know, it's a free workshop. If people want to come get to know me, that's a really good way. Oh, amazing. So I'm going to put all your links in the show notes here so everyone can find you and you have like amazing workshops all the time. So please go follow her. There is something (laughs) new and refreshing and so valuable all the time. Highly, highly recommend it. And thank you so much for being here again. Yeah. Thank you so much, Katie. Like I said, I was just so happy to unpack what happened to me at Sedona, um, at the Oracle retreat, you know, it was just, um, such a meaningful experience. So thank you for allowing me to share that today. And it's been, it's been such a pleasure being here with you and connecting on this level. Ah, amazing. I got so much out of it. Thank you. Me too. I'm just beaming with light over here thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best-selling book, Home of the Soul, on my website, katiemindsetcoach.com. While you're there, check out our Moon Magic Meditation Series at our Retreat Center. We have online and in-person options. Sign up for all the latest updates to be first to know about my free workshops, new books, and opportunities to conquer your fear, find your passion in life, and embrace your intuition. Remember to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Katie Mindset Coach as well. This has been the Moon Magic Podcast. Until next week. I love you to the moon and back.